Internets, we back with another episode. Before we get to this week's episode, shouts to everybody who checked out last week's episode with the actor, the garment district entrepreneur, the extremely funny person, okay? I mean, probably one of my funniest episodes to date with the legend Wayne Diamond, okay? If you haven't checked it, go check it. Put it on your to-do list. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And really understand that sometimes we need a laugh. That's one thing I really love about the Premium Pete Show. Because sometimes you need a laugh. Sometimes you need to learn some entrepreneurial stuff. Sometimes you need a gem, a quote, uh, an experience, a story that know that you could do something too. You know, that you could turn your dreams into reality. Again, you never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. Everybody from a Ronnie, Kit, uh, Ronnie Fogg, uh, who founder of Kith, to Nikki Diamonds, to Wayne Diamond, to Styles P, to, to Gary V, to LL Cool J. You, listen, internets, you never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. Make sure you subscribe, rate, tell a friend, okay? Go on iTunes, subscribe, uh, rate, rate us five stars. Go on YouTube, search the Premium Pete Show. There's a bunch of behind-the-scenes clips, a bunch of full episodes there. We've been putting up stuff on YouTube recently. Subscribe to that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And you know, whenever I tell you guys, open up your Twitter app. Open up your Instagram app and at Premium Pete, at Premium Petro, and check the fuck in. I love it when people check in, man. Let me know what they're listening to, what they like. They had Jersey on the check-in. They had uh, uh, California, San Francisco was on the check-in. International states, Russia, everybody listen. Okay, London, Paris, Internet's Worldwide, thank you for rocking out. Thank you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you've been rocking with me since day one, since the Combat Jack show days, the late, great Combat Jack, my brother, rest in peace, salutes. You never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Again, I'm creating a library. So if you're going to come here and you're going to be able to grab a book of a certain artist, a story, a person, you know, it, it, you never know who. Okay? Some books you may like, some books you may not. But, it's a, but, but the library has books in it, and that's what we're creating. Okay? Uh, you know, my mind has been heavy, man. We, you know, my grandmother, pre- Grandma Premium passed away a couple of months ago, and I went to go visit her. And, uh, you know, every time I feel like I want to talk to her, I go visit her. So I visited her the other day um, and just sat there and spoke to her and talked to her for about an hour. You know, I miss her. She was the matriarch of our family. You know, she supported me, you know, through my ups and my downs. She believed in me every step of the way. And, you know, when I was growing up and... Through the good times and the bad times and the troubled times. And, you know, she always believed in me. And, 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 and I saw a lot of kids growing up, you know, when I was in group homes and I went away. And, or throughout my, you know, any part of my life. I've seen people who didn't have support. A lot of them didn't make it, man. A lot of them were in and out of jails or in and out of group homes. And I remember Grandma Premium, she was always there. She was the backbone of, of you know, of my life. The backbone of my journey. And I really appreciate it. And family means everything, man. So, you know, take that time. I say, as we get older, so are our parents, so are our loved ones. So take today, take, you know, to take tomorrow, you know, uh, uh, but take soon to go visit them. Give them a call or your loved ones, your aunt, your cousin, your grandmother, your brother, your sister. If there's some little beef going on, some little bullshit, listen, tomorrow is not promised. So today, call them up and tell them you love them. Give them their, you know, we live in a day and age where social media wants to, Rush to put up their love when someone passes. Well, give them their love, give them their flowers, give them their love while they're here. I miss my grandmother. I wish I, I wish I still could talk to her. I wish I could eat with her, and I wish I could spend some time with her. I had a lot of years with her, and I miss her. 
And life hasn't been the same without it, you know? And we go through these times where, you know, you just feel like social media, you know, they say goodbye, you know, they say the things next week, it's like something different. But I'm not over missing her. It's been a couple of months and I'm still not over. But I'm going to stay strong. And I know that, you know, her and combat are looking down on me. And they're both my angels. And energy never dies. So, you know, Grandma Premium, you know, I miss you. I love you. And I'm going to be down here until we meet again. I love you. Now, you know, and I'm trying not to be so sorrow, but, uh, you know, this week's episode is a return guest, okay? The one and only Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumple. You hear me? Grandma got me choked up. But let me, let me say that over again because this, uh, this friend of mine deserves a better introduction. Uh, this return guest, the one and only Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumpy Knuckles, the underground OG, the entrepreneur, the gem dropper, the jewel dropper. He's a good friend of mine, man. You're going to hear me introduce him in about a minute. But I love when return guests come on. You know why? Because they come on and the original episode is fully about, you know, how they started their journey and where they are. And when the return comes on, to really overlay that. And he's continuously, I'm telling you, Bumpy needs to be a professor in a college, not only teaching hip hop, but teaching life. I mean, he goes over everything, goes back over to Eric B and possibly what could have been Freddie Fox instead of Rakim. He goes over just like, you know, his family and his, his, his daughter, who's a rapper, and what he told her about rapping. Just a lot of gems, man. Just a, a true entrepreneur, a true passionate person of hip-hop. You know, I don't even, I, I even got to say anymore, Internet. You're going to really enjoy this episode with a real G, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, the one and only. Let's get to it. This week's episode, the return episode of Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumpy Knuckles. On this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internet. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internet. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet's welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting here with a return guest, a friend, a rapper, entrepreneur. Uh, still nasty on the mic. Uh, return, I guess a return guests are always special. You know, <laughs> last time you came, you dropped a lot of jewels. You dropped a truckload of jewelry off. Mm. Explain not only your journey, your career... But also, just a lot of your mishaps, a lot of your good things that happen, a lot of relationships that happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, listen, my friend, the one and only Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumpy Knuckles, is back in the building. Oh, man. Thanks listen, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to have you back, man. You Thank know, you. It's, uh, I told you I was listening to your episode earlier. It's more than just an episode that we did before. What was that, like two years ago? Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, the, the after combat, rest in peace, you know, which was a phenomenal episode. Mm-hmm. Sitting down to match that was uh, something, you know, very very tough to do, and I really am proud of that work on there. And then also when I think about what you did for us, as far as for people listening who may not know, when we got Chuck D on the Combat Jack show, Chuck wanted he said go interview Bumpy Knuckles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was blown away by what we did, you know, by the episode that he heard. Yeah, and and he's like, okay, I'll come on now. Yeah, and that's how 
Chuck D went on the Combat Jack show. So listen, you know, thank you for that because that was a big deal for us to, you know, get Chuck and show him yeah. his love and being that Reggie in here to give Chuck his flowers mm -hmm. while he could give him, you know? Yeah, that's great. I mean, Chuck is, Chuck is, well, first of all, I'm glad to be back. Thank you for having me again. And, you know, things like that. You know, I have I have a, a a few great relationships. I got I have a lot of good ones, a few great ones. You know what I mean? And those are the kind of ones I focus on. But if I can always uh, be instrumental in getting people to sit down and share their thoughts, then especially somebody like him, mm. that's like walking into a, a a a plethora of knowledge. You know what I mean? A room that's just full of knowledge. You know what I mean? So. Chuck is a great guy, and I think I heard the interview. I listened to it; it was very long, by the way. Yeah, almost four hours. Four, almost four it could hours. have been five. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> super long, and I, I listened to it from top to bottom. I just, I, it's just I, hey, listen. No matter how many times I hear Chuck D speak on something, even if I've heard it before, it's always interesting to me to listen to you know him de deliver information like that. You know, a lot of people, for people who know you, obviously, they'll always learn more when you step on the mic. For people mm. who don't know you at all, you know, it's funny because I feel like you're a person who's cut from a cloth that don't exist anymore. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, as even though as people as lethal as people may think, like, oh, it's bumpy knuckles, you know, the in-your-face MC <laughs> style, you know what I mean? The lyrics, the boom bap, yeah. the, the, the entrepreneurship, the mindset, mm. the the the... You know, think about it like you force your foresight was crazy because forget people don't even need labels anymore, really. You know, and the way you went against the, the whole music industry. But more importantly, when I look at somebody like you, is how much love well, how much you're respected, but how much you respect people. Oh, yeah. You're, you came into town, uh, particularly for the 50th birthday mm -hmm. of the one and only, the funky technician, yeah, Law Finesse. And I remember you on the phone telling me, like, and I think of moments like that because I really enjoy you, like purity of people mm -hmm. and uh, i think that's why we have a good friendship the purity but like you know the way you were like yo if it wasn't for him mm -hmm. i wouldn't even be here yeah and also in uh, showbiz right? yeah yeah. yeah talk about what for now um well first of all I, I i was like to the point where you know law finesse has been throwing great events for forever mm. and he knows that i hate parties i hate them i don't like I don't like being in crowded rooms and standing around sweating and, you know, everybody yelling in your ear. Just it's it's weird to be in a business where that's kind of a, something you need to do. But I just don't like doing it. So he would call me and say, yo, man, I'm having this event. If you're around, let me know. He never stopped. Let me know. And I just never went, never went, never went. But anytime I did something, which was rare, I would do like the Pop Duke family reunion that yeah. I did at SOBs or uh, me and Premier played the Highline Ballroom. He always showed up. So this time he said, I'm doing the 50th. And I was like, wow, that's going to be sick, man. Like I had to be there for that because, you know, because I've been on the fifth floor for two years already. So I'm looking at him. You know what I mean? I'm looking at I'm looking. Yeah, at, yeah welcome. You know what I mean? I'm looking at him like, wow, I got to go to the door, greet this guy. So, you know, I showed up, you know what I mean? And, and it was it was a beautiful thing to be able to, you know, help him share that moment, you know, because I owe him so much gratitude you know and, and him and showbiz and i saw showbiz that i hadn't seen showbiz in a long time man. it was a beautiful thing to be able to stand next to these guys who took me under the wing when i was just a young buck in the game i mean we all the same close around the same age sure. but these guys when i was young buck in the game you know making these crazy mistakes and all of a sudden you know how the game is if you don't if you don't correspond with the, how they want you to play the game, all of a sudden <clears throat> they'll call you that black ball, you so yeah, to speak. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, being born black and bald, I went 
and, and rock with, with uh, Ness. And Ness started to teach me ways to survive without utilizing corporate the corporate part sure. of the music business. Introduced me to independent record presses and distributors and independent marketing. And, and you know, he was like, yo, come to the crib. He would... You know, he would be on that SP 1200 and 950. He would set the beat up and let it run. You while I was writing, I'm smelling macaroni and cheese cooking and, and, and you know, baked chicken. And he's mm. made, he's chefing like it's Thanksgiving. And this dude is like just a multifaceted individual, very talented in many different ways. And just the knowledge that I got from him, showbiz was I was in the Bronx with him. He's, he's opening all these books and saying, yo, man, you should read this book, Fox. You should, you know, and it helped to mold my personality and set me up for the challenge of being an independent artist you know so i always been grateful for them and, and there's nothing that they could say or do that would ever change that you know and that's what that's what i look at as as real camaraderie and real brotherhood it's like i don't have to see them for 50 True. years and Pick up right where you are as soon as i see them and it's, it's all love you know you know you've been around in the game for a long time yeah. i mean we could say 30 plus years yeah, no definitely you know did you ever figure what it would be like to be 50 years old in the game or 50 years old still appreciated? I mean, last night we're in Fat Buddha. People were bumpy. Let me take a picture. People still got love mm. for that, for, 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 for the, for the career, for the, for the music, for the style. Like, you know, people don't only like music. People like, yo, that's a, that's a bad motherfucker. I like it when yeah, he move. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like, but did you ever like, we don't prepare for stuff like that. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, like, no, you but you transitioned well. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you still out here. You know, you're not bitter. You yeah. know, you're honest. Yeah. You, you know, you. How 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 is that, man? Being you know where you are now and 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 still in love with hip hop. Maybe don't. Maybe some of the shit you don't like. You know, you voice mm -hmm. your opinion. You're not mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. But how is that being down. in the game? Oh yeah, and it's and it's man. Yeah. Um. I, I learned I learned to appreciate that or, or recognize that a little bit a little bit of appreciation is a lot of appreciation. And now once I learned to do that, if if ten people got love for what I do, then I look at that as a, as, as a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I watch this I watch this I watch people that I seen come up in this game, in this business, change into people that I don't like. Mm. You know what I mean? I watch people become when they're broke and 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 they're, and they're striving and struggling and trying to get on. They were so humble and you know and 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 you could talk to them, you can call them, you could you know they picked up the phone and this and then and all of a sudden they would they would hit they would get in a position where they're they're doing well and then they become different people. You know, some people say they became who they really were. Some mm. people say they transitioned into something that people just. That's not them. You know what I mean? And arrogance and selfishness and, you know, money is their God. So that's who they become. I don't I never wanted to be that person. So I, I, I think fame, you know, being famous and so to speak. Yeah, sure. Or that or the perception of. Sure, sure. Is what makes people become, you know, they, they, it's big them, little you type of thing. And I just never really rocked with that. I, I never I never cared about being more important than somebody else, you know, I, and I just don't, I don't like that whole vibe. So I just got into myself and the art form and the craft, which to me is still very valuable. You know, I look at, I look at people post music and I'm like, you know, 
all these f- f- flames in the comments and I'm like, that shit ain't flammable. Why are they putting flames in that shit? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's, but you know, everybody, then I had to learn. I said, you know what? Everybody has different tastes. You know, everybody don't like green. Everybody don't like blue. You sure. wear, you wear what fits your personality. The sad part is it feels like people are being told what to like. Push you know? toes. Be, yeah. yeah. It's like you're being told yeah. what to like. So I just kind of wrap myself up in who I am as an artist and who I want to present that to and i'm cool with that you know you know i'm not starving i'm not hungry i'm not begging nobody for nothing i'm i'm, I'm living the life that i always wanted to live you know it, it, it's creative freedom being able to create what i want drop records when i feel like it there's producers that's i got a line of producers that still want to do projects and i'm and i'm loving being able to pick and choose at who will, to work with who I work with. Last last year you put out Pop Duke uh yeah. the uh with Knots. Was that the whole the whole album was uh, produced Knotts, by yeah. Knots? Oh yeah. Yeah. Some 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 serious hard knocking beats. I remember yeah. I think I called you one day when you were in the studio. Yeah. And you had the joint, you had to lower the joint. It was mm-hmm. knocking. Mm-hmm. Sound like the walls were, uh, you know. Yeah. And you said, "Yo, this is pop, dude." You yeah. know, I was like, he "Okay." He gave me a hundred. He gave me a hundred tracks. God damn! Literally, and I rapped on eighty of them so far. And it's and I and I'm I got you know I'm gonna finish up the album. But the concept is to make ten uh, ten songs, five albums, ten songs. You know, uh, ten albums. Actually, ten albums, ten songs, and embrace. My my uh, my growth, my mm-hmm. embrace my growth in, in hip hop. Embrace the, tr- the the growth between the beginning of who I am to now, and talk about those things. And just and Pop Duke just automatically tells you, this ain't no young boy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is some seasoned. Yeah, I've been here. Veteran, I've done that. I yeah. always felt like always felt like Melly Mel and Kaz and guys like that. If they and not to say they've ever done it wrong, I'm not saying that by any means, mm-hmm. but if they were to do music now in this day and age to embrace that and, and talk to their audience because you know, with this new generation and and the generation before, like, like look at the Jim Jones era and guys like that. Those guys are getting, those guys are looked at as OGs now. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, time is, yeah. Yeah. And time is moving forward. You know, even guys like Jadakiss are starting to climb up into a, a place where, you know, super lyricists like Jadakiss, I think he's one of the best guys, but his, his age is going to always be, a stamp on his on his, it's like a number on the back of a football jersey. Mm. The older you get, that number gets higher and higher, and people can see that number. I don't care who lies about their age. I don't care who says, "Oh, I embraced being on the fifth floor and still being able to rock the mic and make," because I think it's a detriment for corporate America to say, "Let's focus on the impressionable minds," because by time you old enough to know what you're supposed to be getting and what you're supposed to, how you're supposed to be treated. They're not interested in that anymore. Let's focus on these young dudes who want to focus on being given a couple of dollars, some jewelry, and, and we can give them a car, all of the expendable things. That's what they're interested in. But when you think about longevity and guys like Lionel Richie, mm. who can probably live forever, who will definitely live forever through his music and still eat off it until the day they put him in the ground, you know, guys like Stevie Wonder, mm. you know. Legends. Michael Jackson probably made more money dead than he did alive. Mm. You know, th- that's because their business was handled the proper way. You know, hip-hop is just being raped and taken total advantage of, not only by the corporate America, but by the streets. You know what I mean? So I just kind of backed away from all that stuff, and I just got on this Pop Duke album, and I was like, let me just talk about 
the things that interest me, the things that are in my head. I'm sure somebody out there is going to connect with it. And, you know, and it was more about that than, you know, trying to sell a million records. It's always going to be out there. Pop Duke is going to always be available for somebody to get it. Long after I'm gone, they'll be able to go online. You know, what's crazy it. about your career. This is the crazy thing is that, you know, it, it, it's crazy how long it's been because at any given more moment, it could have, it could have came to an end. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the music industry was very strong back then to, to, yeah. to, to block you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. you had to go through, you know, left and sideways underneath yeah. some doors and yeah. through back doors and, oh, yeah. you know, uh, and, and more importantly, you know, it's like, you know, I look at it, somebody like, you know, obviously just recently pop smoke passed away mm. and you look at this young kid only, uh, you have, you know, had a couple of hit songs, Brooklyn kid, mm. uh, and he's gone. Mm. Um, you know, and back then, like. People didn't, you know, you, you're, no, you're, you're known for, like, not taking any shit. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I remember you telling me that really stuck with me is you you, you learn how to become more of a diffuser. Mm -hmm. That's a real, uh, than, than someone who uh, uh, could just pop shit off or, mm -hmm. or could not tolerate something or, or, or go crazy on something. Mm -hmm. Being, I think very few people know how to be a diffuser. That's harder than... That's, that's harder than, like, it's easy to pop off or do something or handle something. Mm -hmm. Uh to diffuse something, you know, that's powerful. Yeah. You got to know what you're diffusing though. You know what I mean? You got to know what, what it is you're diffusing and you got to understand and know what it is that you're into that, that can be diffused. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, when you're so focused on, on, uh, setting up your career and doing things, you may not even know that you got a problem. You know, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, I don't know the pop smoke, situation yeah. so i'm not really speaking yeah, on that yeah. per se but just in general it's a lot of cats out here who are that that they they're on their way the problem with that is the, the, the internet and the industry combined forefronts them faster than they need to be forefronted they should be they should be worked into a position where you know this is you know this this is going to be the next greatest thing and then you then you teach people how to becoming artists you know people think sometimes I, I watch a lot of guys not just young guys do this but i watch old heads do it that never were able to just make moves in the game nobody ever accepted their records or never liked their music now that they have a platform with followers on it or the perception of they automatically believe that i'm an artist I'm an artist, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and automatically they're thrown in the forefront of something that they don't know how to manage or handle. And it, 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 we used to call it artist development, mm. you know? Yo, when you do an interview, this is how you handle interviews so that makes you, now it's like who can say the most yeah, ridiculous, wow. craziest yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> even, even records are like that now. Like people make songs and instead of rocking the party, they want to see if they can say the most tragic shit that ever happened to them in a rhyme and see how many people can you know can connect with it i get it but you still have to learn there's steps to building uh, you know you're putting the bricks together to build sure. the castle sure. so you have to learn how to become an artist and, and the industry doesn't teach you that yeah you know they all it, their whole business is about getting money and they got everybody else thinking that's the only important part about this shit is getting money you know, which is, that's a great part of it, but there's so much more to that shit, man. And, you know, it's sad to hear people dying because, you know, and, and, and well, you know what's, what's weird? What's weird is it doesn't matter 
when you black and you and you and you're young and you die, it seems like media always says this person was an aspiring rapper. Even when something happens to a rapper's cousin's cousin, they attach it to the person with the name. You get the name, you get the blame. I've seen articles that said, oh, so-and-so's aunt, nephew's son was arrested for cocaine. It's almost like it's an intentional effort to destroy the image of hip hop culture. Mm. It just seems like, go back and look at some of these articles, man. You know, guys who have never, you know, guys who have never really earned a position as legends are being called legends. Guys who have never earned a, a position as, as qualified MCs are being called qualified MCs. DJs as well. You know, you got guys out here said, I want to be known as a DJ. So I'm going to do a party for $80. Mm. I'll rock your whole party for six hours for $80. And you got real DJs out here who really worked the way up, worked the DJs worth up to a certain amount of money that can't even get the dollars they want. But why would I hire this guy for $2,000 if I can get this guy for 80 bucks, you know, and people are allowing that to happen. It's just, it's just a sad situation. So the only way to survive that is to back up out of the circle. Mm. And become a person who knows how to just design his own self, his own self protection. And you just do what you do and you don't let everybody in. You know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that hip hop gets the, 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 the media coverage for these types of things, man. You know, I can only, I, I very, usually you hear something about one of these other genres of music. It's never, it's, it's tragic, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit you like it hits you when you see these young black men and women dealing with these issues that are just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed across media, social media and private media and television media. Just, it's so crazy, man. It's, it, it'll make you go crazy and you have to know how to navigate that. It's nuts. I was saying this the other day too, um, that, you know, you don't see this in country music where you see Billy Bob and 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 Joe Bob shooting each other. Um, you know, and 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 it's crazy because it's like if the industry would kind of stick together more. Well, I don't mean industry, the people like like a union. You know what I mean? Like a union where it's like you care about each other to help each other to further it. Because when this type of shit happens, it, I feel like it puts a stain on it. Where they look at it like it's like ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It puts it does. Not only it doesn't put a, it put a stain on it, but this stage just remains because now you 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 iconize these these people and you constantly forcing it in the face of everybody that the death of this rapper was more important than the growth of this young fella coming up. Now, you know what I'm saying? How much do you attribute that? Just in general, how much do you attribute that to the music that's being put out there? Meaning, um, there's not a lot of uplifting music, right? So like. Do you feel like some of the stuff that's the content that's out there um, creates the the environment for these things to happen? Um, not in, in some in some respects, but I don't want to hear a a, a a a music business full of po- all positive music. Mm. That, shit would, that shit would annoy the hell out of me. I would rather hear. <laughs> I want to hear balance. I want to hear. You know what I'm saying. I want to hear balance. I, you right. know, everybody, because life is not that way. True. Everybody don't wake up mad. True. Everybody don't wake up. You have to, if music is, is if, if art imitates life or life imitates art or whatever you want to put it, none of it is identical all the way across the board. Now, the perception that they want you to see is that 
this particular beat is what everybody is going to be rapping on. Mm. And that's where we at with it right now. It's like, it's mm. so many producers that are good producers and I don't even know their names. You know, where we knew Shockley's mm -hmm. and, and you know, in the, in the, the DITCs yeah, yeah, and yeah. we knew the, who the producers were. You know what I mean? Just like in the days when you knew when the, where the Quincy's and the, 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 um, Quincy Joneses and 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 all these other guys who the uh, the, the gambling huffs and all mm -hmm. those you, we knew who the producers were because we could read it we could read the credits but yeah. it seems like the diminishment of information mm -hmm. is off you know what I'm saying what they feed us is what we see yeah you know what I mean and if you pumping drug music all day long and shooting nigga music all day long, then that's what you're going to hear. That's what, that's what everybody's going to believe is the only thing that's out there, you know? And when lyrics don't have meaning anymore, there's a problem with, with hip hop. Cause that's a very key part of, of hip hop is the MC, mm. you know, the quality of the MC. If they're developing a new branch on the tree of hip hop, then okay. Granted, everybody, every every tree has branches, but you can't ever forget what's connecting all those branches together. Is the roots, then it comes the trunk. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Leaves. And if, remember this: as the tree gets taller, the, the 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 branches get thinner. You know, you ain't never gonna see a tree that got thick branches at the top and thin branches at the bottom. The nature of the tree is to grow up and out, so everything has branches and, and extensions of. But it seems like the the fact that money is. I remember back in the days when labels, the, the subsidiary labels, yeah, yeah. were having these little two hundred thousand dollar budgets, hundred fifty thousand dollar budgets. That's when there was some sort of control. It was a good thing for hip hop was still new, and there was. A, but now it seems like they've made it. The, what they needed to do to make it able to be taken advantage of was to simplify it. They simplified the game. Oh, you, they got books. Oh, you can push this button and say a rap into this and it'll put it to the beat of the music. It's like, that's not hip hop though. Mm. You know? So people hear guys like me and a few other cats saying what's hip hop and what's not. And automatically we get tagged as, well, you, you guys are mad or you guys are this. The, fuck right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're mad. You know why? Because when you work hard to become good at something, and then somebody can buy some contraption and push a button and then you be considered equivalent to what you've trained yourself to do. Can't do that shit in football. Mm. Okay, how nice you are at, in, in, in Pop Warner. You get on a field with some big men in, 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 in suits and, and run, they run your ass over. Then you know you got to stay in your lane. They've merged lanes in hip-hop that everybody's driving on the Autobahn. Mm. And it's going to be a bunch of accidents because a lot of motherfuckers don't have licenses to be on the road. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm equating that to skills and talent and, and quality. They don't do it in basketball, you know. Rick, Rick Ross. Did you ever run into Rick Ross? No, I never met Rick Ross. Yeah. Do you like uh, his style of... Uh, yeah, <gasps> yeah, I like Rick Ross. I mean, I feel like he... You know, people had that perception or whatever, CO shit. But I feel yeah. like, for me, lyrically and uh, uh, his beats... And his music, he won me over as far as I, I, I feel like he's yeah, a really he's good nice. song. He is a good songwriter. Song yeah. And not only that, he he knows how to pick beats. Yes. Like I've listened to his albums. I'm like, this dude really knows how to yeah. pick pick music. Like he really Very is cohesive. A, you know? Yeah. And I like I like how, you know, I like guys who can persevere. Mm. You know, 
Like, like I like 50 Cent. I think 50 Cent is, I've watched 50 Cent grow up in this business and transition, mm-hmm. you know, and outside of all of the other stuff that people pay attention to, what they're sleeping on is how he's transitioned and how yeah. he's, you know, he don't have to drop albums, but, it, and if it's not just about making money, but he keeps himself relevant. Better than I did, better than a lot of guys yeah, did. Yeah. You know, got a lot of respect for that. You know? I mean, I mean, people were tripping off the fact he got shot nine times, right? Think about it. He could have not been here. But that's not his legacy. No, no, I know. But people, know? I'm saying that's what drew people to like, oh my God, like yeah. in the beginning, like yeah. this dude, but look at him now. I mean, he transitioned into a businessman, yeah. an yeah. entrepreneur. Listen, getting shot nine times, you ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. Yep. So he was, he was given a stay by the big guy mm. and he took total advantage of that. I'm not mad at that. I can't, you know what I mean? People could say what they want about him, but he knows how to transition. You know, he knew how to transition. And 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 I like how he can he can he's like a puppeteer, you know. Hey, everybody pay attention to this. And then really I can I can see in him that he's he's a decent guy. You know, when you when if your grandmother raises you, more times than likely you're a decent person. Mm. You know what I mean? Cuz grandmothers are from that era. Yeah. Come on, man. Like you, you know, he comes from, he's cut from a certain cloth of respect, honor, dignity, you know, those type of things. You could tell that by just who he is. But I know, I know a difference. I know the difference between someone who's, who's, who's throwing you the, the 48 fake out so that you look that way. So, they, and I, I respect that shit mm-hmm. because I watch him transition even through this internet shit before he was online. He was, he, he was setting up his brain to say, oh, this is how I'm going to carry it. And then all these people following him, he knows what to say, when to say it. You know, it's, 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 it's a few guys like that. He's, you know? a, he's one 50, of them. 50 wild dude, man. Yeah, and he got to do what he got to do. I respect it. I just, I just think that, you know, guys like him, you put them in a class by themselves because certain people are gifted to be able to, to move on and grow. Some people are not meant to be rich billionaires and millionaires in the game. They're not, it's not meant for them. Mm. You could think you, everybody's pocket watching now. I hate that shit because somebody else is rich. You know, I see dudes, this is funny, but I see dudes with thousands of laugh emojis and all of these super big rap stars comments at laughing at shit or, or fake laughing at shit, emoji laughing at shit that ain't funny. But they doing it because they dick riding. Mm. And the shit is sad because you see these like, like let that man live. You know what I'm saying? If something is funny, it's funny. But when you gotta when you got time to sit there and go, all these laugh emojis in the motherfuckers' comments and push sin. Come on, fam. Really? Jealousy is hate is real, man. I don't know if it's hate. I think it's just more like, you know. I'm dying for this motherfucker to comment to me, say something yeah, back yeah. to me, so I can get so I can copy it and put it on my page to show people you acknowledge me. That's some bitch shit to me. But I think you I think I just think that sucker ass shit they doing out here. This is crazy to me. People man. will get the attention and then and then flop flop the you know chance. Everybody's you know? not meant to be on the top or on the on the Mount Rushmore, so to speak. You know what I mean? Just do your part. Put your brick in the wall. The wall's gonna get built. Your brick has validity. The brick in the middle. Of the wall is just as important as the brick at the top and the bricks at the bottom. Mm. Yeah. You gotta just do what you do. Like there's people who who feel like they're the only ones that should be doing broadcasting or podcasts or me. You know, it's always a fight against somebody else. And there's no there's no perception in this business of camaraderie. And the very few pieces of camaraderie that there is, 
they don't seem to focus on mm. that. You know, it's the look at the female rappers. Can never be two or three top female rappers at one time. It's always somebody gunning for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Oh, screw this one and this one. They hating on this one. Then they promote that shit more than they promote them. Just everybody just doing them, you mm. know? And it seems like it's more so in hip hop than anything else, you know? Which, yeah, which, which, which hurts, hurt the, you know, hurts yeah, the industry. It's just cra- it hurts it big time. You know, you, you, again, 30 plus years, you, you, you traveled overseas, you know, you've been able to do what you want to do. I always, I think I said this before on our, on our first episode that we did together, uh, that you were Frank Sinatra, you did it your way. <laughs> <Right>. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when you look back, you think about it, like, do you, as you get, as you got, got older and still get older, do you hold any grudges or you let things go? Like, I know I, like for somebody even like, uh, um, what's Leor, you know what I mean? Like, and, and if, is, is that something that you, you know, like holding on to things, you know, I, as I get old, I try to let shit go mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, I don't care about dude. Nothing dude has nothing to do with my life. I don't mean him personally, but I'm saying industry people that kind of did you wrong. You know, as you move on, you, you made it in your own way. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, w- they had to do what they had to do. And I'm still able to do what I got to do. So apparently, whatever they had to do didn't work. Yeah, I ain't mad at nobody. I, I'm good. You know, Leo Cohen is 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 a corporate legend, so to speak, in this business. He's been doing music for a long time. You know, people have had their issues with him, but I can't, I can't be mad at somebody who made a living off of a culture that they really didn't put anything into. Mm. That was his mass. He masterminded that. You know what I mean? And I don't, when I say they didn't put anything in, I I mean that. I don't knock. I'm not knocking Leo for what he's done, but you know, he's 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 who he is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you can't be mad at the hustler. You know what I mean? The person that get hustled, he never really hustled me and nothing like that. It's just there's, yeah. there's guys who put brick walls in front of people and didn't help them get further. I can't be mad at Leo. Leo got to do what Leo got to do. I don't I don't mention his name. In my household, I'm yeah. sure he don't mention mine's in his. Yeah, but I can't run around crying about Lior. I'm, I'm, I'll be 53 years old next month. What I look like crying about Lior? Somebody said to me, "Yo, you should do industry shakedown shake two. two. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I'm like motherfucker, how many times I gotta shake this motherfucker down? Like, I shook it down before, and y'all still, y'all got worse. The same people that I was telling you was going to jerk you, jerked you because you didn't listen to the first time. So I'm not shaking it down again, nigga. I got other shit to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want to go do something else. So, you know, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. To answer your question, no, nah, I don't have no no animosity or grudges against anybody, you know? And, now, I'm, not, and I'm not taking a shot at Leo because I know people will take it that way. But when I say he didn't put anything in, I mean, when one person can tell you, I, I, I you know who I really love? I love mm. Rick Rubin. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I love, I love, Bad Rick, foot I love, I love who Rick Rubin is. You know, even Sylvia Roan, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She, she, I love who she is, is in this business. You know, I think at the time I said what I said about Sylvia Roan, yeah. you know, it, it, it was, it was out of anger. She never, I never even had interaction with her before, but I just said, you know, everybody's always gunning at each other. Let's gun it. Let's, let's bust the gun up here or something. You know what I mean? And I, not, that's just a word, a figure of speech. I don't mean physically, you know, literally busting the gun sure. at them. I mean, just. You know that. Let's shoot at the corporate guys because now we're in a place that's a little uncomfortable. You know, so I I don't I don't have no animosity with anybody. 
No. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm glad because, you know, and, and you could tell that too because it's like you've been able to do what you want to do, how you want to yeah, do, fun, and figure man. it out. I yeah. love I love having fun with it. Like, you know what I mean? I just did the new Gangsta album. Yeah. Premier called me. He said, Bump, we got to do a Militia 4. Yeah. I was like, all right. Send me the music. Let me hear what it is. He sent me the verses with Guru and Sugar on it. I studied it for a few days. I put my verse on it. I sent it back. Mm. You know, I got there's guys out here sending me records. They want me rapping on these records, and they don't have no budgets to do nothing. No marketing budget. No budget to say, yo, man, I want you to work, but I can't pay you. Mm. Then after you do the sit. They want you to do the video and then they want you to help. <laughs> then they want you to, they want to work you like a motherfucking slave, but they don't want to pay you. They don't ask you for no publishing information. I come from a different era, man. This is, sure. this is the shit we did, you know, but all of this, they, they, and they don't know how to sell records. They just, everybody just trying to exist. And at this point of the game, man, it's like, you know, if I want, if I like the beat, I'll fuck with it. You know what I mean? But. It, it's it's not something that I wake up every morning thinking, oh, I got to get on somebody's record. Or I, I probably turn down more offers to collaborate with people than most people probably do in their whole career. Now, a lot of people who, who know of you definitely know that you worked with a lot of different people. You worked mm -hmm. with a lot of different things. Even when, you know, again, the first episode we were here spoke about John Cena mm -hmm. and, and how you helped him launch his rap career or you know what he did and i don't think it was a career i think john was just john is a he really loved hip-hop and i had yeah, a moment yeah he yeah. had his moment you know what i mean and that was what it was about i think it was about him making a good album he just picked somebody like myself that he really liked to help and work with him i, I think that was just by chance you know because i just happened to be in the same place at him at the same time at when sway was on hot 97 yeah and uh uh uh, my boy Rocky took me up there for an interview, and I did it. And he was the one that was on there. They want me to be a special guest judge for him. Judge for him, yeah, yeah. And it was just me. I just happened. That could have been anybody that he liked. You know, it just happened to be me. So we ended up working together, and he got a, I got a gold record out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so God was, bless. Yeah, I produced and rapped on it, but it was it was dope. Now you're not you, you're not in many places, meaning like you know you don't see bump around all the time. It's like very rare. You like a ninja, you know what I mean? <laughs> now you may come out, but have you seen John Cena again? I haven't seen John Cena in, yeah, in years, right? Yeah, because I remember the last time you haven't seen yeah, him. I think the WWE said, "Hey, you stay away from that guy." <laughs> if you want, if you want to be, nah, I haven't seen. I, I, we, Wrestling we were, shakedown. We were talking periodically, and then he kind of just faded off into his thing, but. I got a lot of love for John. Yeah, Cena, I know man. you spoke John's about my that, boy, yeah. man. I, 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 I'm always rooting for him. I'm always got my fist pumping for John Cena because, you know, he, he, he was more, he was instrumental in my career as well, in my life as well. You know what I mean? At the time, I was working with John, man. I was, I was doing a lot of uh, reevaluating. So, you know, he's, he's a very, he's another guy with a lot of good qualities, and when it comes down to motivation and stuff like that, you can't be a, in a business like the WWE and not have the power of motivation behind you because mm. you got to be built for that. So, you know. Now, what about, have you ever met uh, Vince McMahon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Vince called my house one time uh, and he was imitating Mr. T on my phone. I thought it was Mr. T. He's that good at it. He, we, did a, we did a song, that Bad, Bad Man song. It was yeah. a video that we were doing. We were going to California to shoot a video with Gary Coleman, rest in peace, and uh, me, John, and his Mark, trademark, his cousin, and we were doing the A-Team remake and i was supposed to be mr t so he was trying to tell me how to talk like mr t and how to 
you know, how to be Mr. T. So he called my house. It was funny and left me a message. I called him back and we talked. Vince is a good guy, you know, very, very uh, driven, mm. very driven. When he wants to get it done, he gets it done. So mm. I met him and it, and it was inspiring to meet a guy like him because he, he's accomplished so much. I watched all these guys, Bob Backlund and Rocky Johnson and rest in peace to Rocky Johnson yep. and all these guys. Iron Sheik when I was a kid, man, and Tony Atlas and guys like that. And you know, Big John Stud, yeah, Junkyard Dog, yeah, man, those dudes, man, we grew up on that. Nikolai Volkov. I never thought I would meet Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? That's wild. So I, you know, straight I, out of Long Island. Yeah. Who would have thought? You know what? Let's take a quick break. Sitting here, return guest, my friend, the one and only Bumpy Knuckles. Sir. Oh, Freddie Fox, aka, yeah. AKA Bumpy AKA Knuckles. There's a couple other AKs. Yeah. Internet's will be right back. <laughs> Don't go nowhere. Word. Chip. Yo, check it out. It's the underboss, the law finesse representing DITC. You are now tuned in to the Premium Pete Show. Word up. Internet, and we're back. Sitting here with my friend, Bumpy Knuckles. The Bumpster is in the building. Listen, uh, Long Island, man. Born and raised. You know, you, so so much history. Again, for internets who are listening, who really don't know of Bumpy, uh, go back and listen to the first episode we did. Um, I mean, really just a lot of jewels. Everything from the influence of his father, and his mom in Long Island, and and almost uh, being, uh, you know, uh, Eric B. and uh, Bumpy Knuckles or uh -huh. Freddie Fox, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. which people probably can't imagine, you know, when I they could. couldn't imagine that shit. Yeah, well, I, did, I didn't try to. You think know about I mean? how synonymous that sounds. Like yeah. Eric B. and Rakim. I love it. Imagine Eric B. and Bumpy Knuckles mm -hmm. or Freddie Fox. I mean, I would love to see it. And listen, I ended up working with Eric anyway. Yeah, he's one of he's my brother. He's one of my greatest friends and one of the greatest influences I've had in this business. I never deny that, you know, but I definitely know that me not being in a group with Eric was God's will. Mm. You know, and shout I mean? out to you for for the alley-oop. Yeah. For having Eric yeah, be yeah, on the combat that's, that's, show. Yeah, no doubt, but but he don't talk to nobody. Nah, but that but but Rakim and Eric to me is the was a perfect gift to hip hop. Mm. And I mean the just that whole different cemented. Yeah, just that whole different thing that came out. Rakim helped to change the way MCs looked at lyricism, you know. And Eric is a was in regard, you know, no matter what anyone says, Eric designed a business blueprint for a lot of cats mm. to get more money. True. I know for a fact that you know a lot of guys was taking peanuts, and then Eric comes along with this hustler mentality, like, yo, you're not gonna give us less than you giving them sure. we doing just as good work if not better and i and i that's that was a big move you know i know also uh, off air we talk about ll cool j and you were talking about how much love and respect you have for him also yeah. just not only as an artist but also to own his catalog businessman and then this rock the bells thing man just you know playing my music and everybody else's music at at, at his demand like sure. nah, we sure. don't this is us and he's yeah. telling you to your face this is for Classic MCs, man, legendaries, you know, True. OGs only. Fathers, you know? I love all that. Seasoned stuff. veterans, because that right there is is an attempt to, and and a successful attempt, might I add, to create the balance that's missing in hip hop in in hip hop culture. Because you know, you could turn on stations and hear a genre of any other music. A, 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 a long list of history from the olds to the new. They usually have oldies, 60s, 70s, all this stuff. And LL comes with Rock the Bell. Um, I think 
a few other stations tried to do it. You know what I mean? But he did it best because I believe that his ability and his, well, his knowledge of the of the game of sure, the records. Sure. This guy goes back and starts playing Cold Crush tapes. Mm. You know what I mean? He's playing Fantastic Romantic Five. He's put he got Shantae on. Mm -hmm. You know he got yeah, you, know, sure, yeah. you know he got Cool V on. Cut Mister Cool V. Yeah, see. That. I mean, rock the bells, man. I love. I, listen, mm -hmm. LL, LL. Let me tell you something about LL real quick. Internet, so listen. Here's a little side note. When my daughter uh, um, turned 16, we had a sweet 16 for her, and I was reaching out to certain people I knew that she liked. She, you know, she liked LL. Uh, she used to see him on uh, what's this? Uh, uh, NCIS and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, I just I asked LL, my like, yo. You can send me a little video. Oh, this motherfucker sound like a red camera video sitting on a couch. He licking his lips. Like, yo, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yo, my daughter's only 16. Calm down, yo. Um, but, you know, he really, I really admire him as a, not only an artist. Yeah. Just as a person. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. What would you say is 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 the most or the biggest misconception that people have of uh, Freddie Fox, Bumpy Knuckles? Um. Cause you've been around a long time, so you know what people say or don't say, and you I, don't really speak a lot all the time. I don't give a fuck about the <laughs> misconceptions, dog. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, no, I know that. I, but if you had to address, like, meaning like this uh, is, or if, uh, something that like people, you know, I don't know. I, like I would say, I'm gonna give you the biggest mix, misconception. I think I think people think like this. I, I mean, not to be played with, but really a real heartfelt dude. Like yeah. I, I mean that. Like meaning like you know like. It, I'm, I'm I'm sensitive, dog. I'm gonna be honest with you about that. A lot of men don't say I'm sensitive, not in a bitchy way, though. I'm sensitive to things that I think are disrespectful and respectful. I'm like one of them kind of guys, you know what I mean? And you know, I, I, as far as what people think of me, that's their problem. True. What you know about me is different. What you think about me is something else. And I think as long as I keep it there, I can keep my brain space exclusive. You understand what I mean? I don't want to think about what people's misconceptions sure, sure. are because when I, when you do that, that means they own your thought process now. I don't put my brain on people's things like on things like that. You know what I mean? I'm too busy thinking about my next move, how I'm gonna take, you know, my life to the next. Because because the day that I lay in in in, the, in 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 a casket, if that's the case, or if if my ashes get thrown somewhere over over New York City or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that, then when that happens, then you'll see people telling you how great I am because it seems like now the thing is praise the dead, insult the living. Mm. Never sleep on that. People that say great things about people that are no longer here that they never said when they were here just to insult the people that are here. Well, it's also a fad. And and yeah. what I mean by when I say fad is, is I was telling these kids that are engineers in the uh, studio um, on the way up here, I was like, yo, no disrespect to me, but you don't talk about me on social say a lot. That's why I'm telling these kids. And that's okay. I'm not saying you should. But if I pass away, y'all going to run to find a picture mm -hmm. with me and just by, yo, he, you know, he was a good dude. You know, I spoke to him a couple of months ago. It's like a need to do that, to let people know that you knew him, mm -hmm. but you didn't know him while he was here. Yeah. You know, sometimes I try to do that. You know, life yeah. is busy, man. Oh, we, yeah. As fathers, yeah. as trying to provide, as trying to pay bills, sometimes I try to sit... And just like throw shout outs to people. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, you, you know, like keep on doing what you're doing or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. try to, because 
why do it when people are away? You know what I mean? I mean, not away, like gone. Yeah, know? that's what they do. I mean, listen, man. Instead, people she she people should be saying, "Wow, let's look at let's look at hip hop and how it's shaping cult." Uh, you know life now not just culture but let's see how that our culture of hip-hop is shaping life you know i shout out I'm, I'm a big i admire ice cube and, and 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 all that he's doing with the big three yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean I think ll is involved in that too I, I, all of that i love all of that i think hip-hop is responsible for creating guys like him mm -hmm. dr dre and a lot of those guys on the west coast for doing big things even snoop man snoop snoop is changing the way instagram is running like they should he should he should own a piece of that action if yeah. you ask me you know because his words are powerful and these guys are using hip-hop has has raised these guys up into being people no one ever talks about that like let's look at you know guys that are in the south man and and what you know they've done to bring hip-hop up instead of bashing the south or bashing the west coast or bashing new york and the people say things like no nobody want don't talk to me about where New York is, oh y'all ain't got it no more, and y'all lost it. Look, look at what, look at where you are based on the fact that we, you sucked our titty to get there. <laughs> we we breastfed you motherfuckers to get there. Mm. Don't shit on New York, niggas. New York is still, you know, it maybe be, they they may be a little different now than what than they were in the nineties, but the nineties was so relevant to where people are now that you can't never. That's like that's like going to your mother and saying. Fuck you, mom. You know you ain't never did shit for me anyway. So, but you you can't. I don't care if you have the worst mother in the world. You 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 will you live to be able to say that to somebody. You you have life. She could have aborted your ass. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So you have to look at what what's the real side of things instead of just everybody's chopping each other down and, and cutting each other down and just it's it's bad, man. And you and that right there to me is where I like to be. The, I want at this point in my life, that's where I want to focus at. Mm. And if I can't say nothing that can give life to another generation, I don't ever want to be responsible. I'll be honest. I don't ever want to be responsible for damaging the ambition of young artists coming up. Because I was a young artist at one point, and there was people saying, oh, they talked about Ali suits, and we look like gangbangers and hood hoodlums, and y'all, I don't like that. They do Kangos and Gazelles, was, they was clowning us about shit. Like, older people was looking at us like we was crazy, you know? But every culture changes, you mm -hmm. know? I'm, I'm not going to walk around here dressing like one of these motherfuckers at all, but I'm not going to knock who you are. You want to sure, be sure. who you are, be who you are, because hip-hop has to keep growing. I don't expect hip-hop to keep being what we did. Because I know that's not realistic. But I also don't want the door shut on the value of what we did. Mm. And mm. that's important to me. Sure. People have to look at things like that. You know, it's, I, I look at that as you, if you disrespect the era of terror, then you're talking disrespectful to your pops. And there could be a backlash for that. Mm. A, little, a little backhand. Pretty much. You know, you ever run into Snoop? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love Snoop, man. Snoop mm. is good dude. And we talk. We, I did a record with him. He he asked me. I, I put a beat on Instagram. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, I remember me you told me said, that. Yo, bump, send me that. And he's, you know, I did the record with him. I didn't really release it, release it, yeah, but yeah. I got it. You know. Now, 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 what about like even like we talk, mentioned the South? What about back in the day with like Pimp C? And did you ever get a chance to? I never met Pimp C, but man, when I tell you, man, listen, Goody Mob and yeah, all yeah. that. Get thousand percent with me, yeah. bro. I, I love all that stuff because it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's different. I, I have I can't knock it because it's it was it was good music and it's different. All I care about is if it's good music. And that's my opinion of good music. I'm not saying 
there are people who may not have liked it, but I want to speak on what my opinion of it is as an artist. I think Goody Mob and guys like that, Pimp C and Bun B and all them dudes, man, fire. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Trade of Truth and guys like that that are doing. I love all that stuff, man. Trick, trick. I like all of that. Detroit. Detroit is a staple in the culture to me. And they don't get talked about as much as they should. But Detroit has a a, 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 a master blueprint for boom bap hip hop. Mm. And a lot of people need to look into sometimes we gotta cross over that those those state lines and start locking in with some of these guys that are into making quality music and not just email me a beat. You know, I love I was in the studio with Trick Trick and I watched this dude, man, not only got a band over here rehearsing. Oh, uh, yo, this time we got f- 10 minutes, man. We're going to be on the air. We got to do his radio show in his own building, mm. producing records, writing, singing, rapping. Just, I mean, just total talent, total, total, total talent. And there's guys like that that give me hope that the game has still got, you know, power to beat in the heart, to beat the heartbeat. You know, the heartbeat is still there. But you just have to, people are so focused on the media side. What's, what is social media saying? Sure, sure. You know, guys are getting deals because they got likes and followers and all that shit, but they don't have no talent. You know, they figured out a way to get people to look at them, you know. You know, and, and, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, you got to look at the talent and the quality of something. You know, it's like walking to the supermarket you don't just start grabbing fruits and vegetables. You look to see what's ripe, and what's good, what's quality. You know, you plucking and knocking and looking at shit. Then you put that in your basket and you move with that. Mm. But you're not just grabbing whatever you see. So, I want that to be the the the. I want that to be the premise when you say, "Let me look at let me let me look at some of these records." I, I would love. To, I miss in stores. Remember, we used to do and people used to do in stores. Man, you go to a record store, people would show up to your record store and buy your record and have sign it in it their hand. hand. You sign my record. You know, you sold a record right there, man. That was one of the greatest feelings in the world. All of this bullshit, manipulating streams and all this old stupid ass shit that's going on now, man. It's like it's, it becomes so much to try to put into your head that it, it could give you dimension <laughs> the, the, the fucking brain up, but you know? having kids and you haven't uh i'm sure they put you on to some artists as young artists yeah. right yeah. you know especially you know with your daughter yeah and i mean and she's nasty like yeah. meaning I, I, it's crazy to me sometimes i, I like right. sometimes you know when you uh instagram pop up and a video pop up and she'll just be standing i'm like what is she just taking a picture and then she'll yeah. be like spitting bars yeah, she's and i'm like yo it's, yeah. it's crazy to me yeah, she's dope because how she's still she was she like 20 uh, she's in the close to 30 years old okay yeah. but, but i she's mean not season, 30 but she's in the way she yeah yeah I, I'm sure she has put you on. Yo, dad, like this dude, you know, I like this dude. I like this dude as an artist. Yeah, yeah she likes Tupac. Mm. That's she's, crazy. She's a big fan of Tupac. Mm. She has a dog that she rescued. Uh, that's a French bulldog, I believe, that has no back legs. His name is Teddy Tupac. Mm. She loves Tupac. I love that my daughter loves Tupac. And she loves EPMD. And she loves, she's a 90s baby. Now, my younger daughter, Layla, She's more into the newer stuff. She knows all of the news. Like she was really up on pop, pop smoke, smoke and yeah. she was up on all Juice of that World, stuff. Yeah, she was well, she's up on all of that stuff, you know. Um Kodak Black and all yeah. that. She's up on all of that stuff. So she did she put me DD on those things and let me know what those things are. And I listened, you know. So love brought me there. 
You know what I mean? Because I don't ever want to tell my daughter, I don't hear that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy. Dad, listen to this. You know, they, 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 I, I don't, I don't ever want to be close minded to hearing what interests my daughters or interests my babies. You know what I mean? So I listen and I said, okay, I get it. All right. That's what's happening. And I listen more and I listen more. Then I go back to doing what I do. And if I can incorporate any of that into what I do, just to make sure that I get their ear, her ear, I'll do that. But there's times where, um, you look at people that just don't, they just following the trend trends, you know what I'm saying? And then you know that their love, that's not real love that they have for the co It's just what everybody else like. I want to sure. like what everybody else sure. is like. And my kids are not like that. You know, having a daughter that likes to rap, mm -hmm. considers herself an artist and wants to further, like, did you ever have like a talk with her or you like tell her about the industry or, cause you know so much about it mm -hmm. and not saying that you're going to make her feel what you went through, but I'm sure you put onto some game, mm -hmm. you know, did you, did, is, will you obviously let her like go spread your wings and be who you want to be? Did you, um, what was like those talks about with your daughter? I kind of let her come to me with it. Because I don't want to be that guy who's standing over going, I, I did this shit before, God damn it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do this. I don't want to be that guy. I'm more like, you know, I listen to what she's saying. She'll say, Dad, I want you to hear something. She values my opinion. So she'll say, and she'll send me some vars. Dope. I like her writing. I There's some things she'll send me that I'll say. In the beginning, in the beginning, I used to feel like, wow, my daughter she go hard she's a girl and she you know she barking on motherfuckers and she going hard and i'm like then I, I i never said anything about that because i can't she's she's doing her art so what i did is i said you know what i want you to do i want to help build you a studio so you can learn how to create your own music i want you i want to put you around guys that Shit, I got, she got, she working on a project with Rockwell and Eric Sherman. I've never even worked with them guys. Mm. They're my peers. <laughs> you know, for internet's listening, you, you know what I'm saying? So, give your daughter's handle, like, you know, what? what Leona J, huh? yeah, yeah. L-I-O-N-A-J-A-E, yeah. -E, Leona J. Make and sure she, you check her yeah, out. Yeah, she, she, that's my baby girl. That's my oldest daughter. And she's, she's, um, she's important to the female Rock, the, rock, the, the, the existence of female rappers for this era, I believe she's going to be more important. What I do like is she's not consumed by it. Mm. She really is into her art. There's a lot. And she she's one of them people that loves other female artists. She don't play that. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck she, all these other yeah, girls. She, yeah. You know, sometimes in raps they say it. Yeah. But, you know, Notch has got a project with all female artists. She's on like two songs. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. I'm 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 hip. To, I'm, I love that. Mm. I love to see it. Yeah, I love now, that. Now, when you were, I think we may have spoken about this before, but when you were coming up in the game, did pops embrace what this could be for you, or they try to stray you away? Moms too. Mm -mm. They supported me. I had I had support. Their friends used to say shit like, "Oh, you know, he ain't no Isaac Hayes." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, at the end of the day, oh, you know, shit. they they you know, my mother was always proud. You know, yeah. she's always my, my pops was always proud. Everybody's always proud of me trying to do something other than dumb shit. You know what I mean? And I and I and I I used to go get it. I used to get in talent shows, man. I mean. I used to go get in rap battles. I used to go get in uh, 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 fashion shows that had, you know, I was a part of all different type of shit because I wanted people to see my skills. You know what I mean? I want people to see what I could do. So 
she always supported me, man. I always had, I didn't have, I never had, only little thing I used to get was like, no, you can't use my car. I got to go to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got shit like that. that I didn't look at that as non-support because I would figure out a way to get there. But I never had that don't rap, don't make music thing. You know, I was DJing the parties, the house parties for So, you know. Hey, listen, the support of family takes you a long way. Yeah. You know, as we uh, wind this episode down, throughout your 30 plus year career, the ups, the downs, the mm -hmm. sideways, is there any moments that stuck out to you that really like, you know, that people approached you or came to you or wanted to work with you or that really surprised you? Anything like what's some moments you remember that like you like surprised you? Um, yeah. I got a couple. Um, I started producing records for DMC. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And I'm a big. I was that run DMC was like the the reason I even decided to be a wanted to do it professionally you know Cold Crush 4 and knowing Grandmaster Kaz and meeting him and, and sitting and talking with him that was another moment but they were the ones that really made me fall in love with hip-hop the culture the rap doing it as an MC but when I heard Rock Box and King of Rock and Sucker MCs I knew right then and there I was like yo I want to do this as a profession and that was being able to produce for him um, running into guys and meeting guys like Russell Peters, who who is a, is a comedian, but hip hop head too. Man, you have no idea. I seen him bro. write something yesterday. Uh, you about, have no idea about Will Finesse, like because he's in a picture, I think, with Premier and uh, and Will Finesse. And he was like, "Yo, I grew up with these dudes." Uh, uh, As a uh, fan on his wall, like meaning yeah. uh, uh, magazine uh, clippings of. Uh, premiere and uh, uh will finesse and he's like now i consider these people my friends yeah i'll be honest with you man <clears throat> i mean a lot of people to have that story is special yeah you know I mean, like uh you know because i can relate mm -hmm, you know what i mean mm -hmm, i can relate to mm -hmm. that artist i grew up with i mean like big daddy kane man you know ll cool j i used to drive around my car mm -hmm. in the winter with the windows down because booming system was packed like, I, I mean i remember you know cars ride by with the booming system you know uh you know 20 degrees with the windows down like you know because all the girls used to be looking mm -hmm. when we drive by mm -hmm. and like to to be able to like reach out or or have done things with them yeah, or, or, yeah. or like it's special so i i can see what he means you know there's yeah. a lot of people hip-hop is is, is is transcending you're right it may not be always the same sound mm. but as long as we keep that heartbeat of why we love it so much mm. i mean look when you think about it you know there's moments that you have and there's people that you've grown up with that i've grown up with in this business that i was probably shoot i used to hang with kane every day yeah yeah you know i mean kane got great history there's nothing that can happen in this world that can break me and kane's bond that's my boy i don't ever have to talk to him every day i don't have to talk to him all the time eric b uh me and coogee rap yeah you yeah. know he put me on my first collaboration ever uh ant live rest in peace who uh eric's brother ant live mm -hmm. was the reason that coogee rap put me on that record and jim and g rap was like yeah Al fox is nice and he put me on this money in the bank record which started off my career i made a career of body and collaborations you know what i mean and rapping with other guys Make, yeah and I, I don't see nothing wrong with that you know i, I think now it's done in, in in a way where it's, it's like you need a, a whole you don't need a whole album it's that if when you got that one record with guys like you know mop and and guys like you know the the militia the 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 four the three or four militia records that are out there you know I think I'm on three of them, you know and they're strong records you know 
you know, I, that that right there is 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 the kind of stuff Militia, that excites. So many people remember that. Yeah, and, and and guys hit me up and say all the time, say, "Yo, damn, bump man, you you kill that record. You kill." I just don't like being in, put in a box because I have way more ability than what people know. And it's my a lot of my brothers always say, "Man, you got to show them Fox, man. They don't yeah. know, bro. They don't you gotta know. Eat, you got to eat them alive yeah. like Pat, man, man." Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's all that. All that stuff is the stuff that excites me. You know what I mean? What, what about I, Biggie, what, man? Um, met Biggie. I met Biggie a couple times at Flavor Unit. Yep. You know, and uh, you know, at one, the one time I met him was with Easy Mo B. Okay. You know, Easy Mo B introduced me to Biggie. tremendous producer, man. Oh yeah, I, I mean, he I, made, I'm still he, a, a, Mo Flav B. in your ear. I mean, I keep on going uh, for days. But Mo B, if around. you're listening, I got, I got a folder full of Mo B beats right now that I'm writing to. I'm taking my time, wow. and I'm, I'm gonna do this project. So I got knots. I got a Pop Duke record. What about DMC? Is it is it supposed to? Be? Yeah, we got. I got a record that's fire that I did with DMC, Ice T, and Chuck D, and Jazzy Jeff on the scratches. So it's it's called Me and My Microphone. We were ready to shoot a video for that show soon. I just got to close a few doors and open a few others, and we're gonna get that knocked out. So I'm working on a bunch of stuff, but I'm I'm starting to fall in love with this behind the scene things, you know. I'm really, I really am. I want to get my way into television. I got a few things that I'm working on. I got my brothers at home, man. A lot of my brothers are away in college. They home now. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to do, I want to produce their stories. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of stuff I want to do. And there's room for that. You know yeah. what I mean? So Hip hop is a springboard, man. Yeah, the, man. The ones who use it. I mean, look, you know, look at, look at all the, you know, look at Diddy, look at Dre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even yeah. like anything like. Yeah. You got a voice, you got a mic, say something. Listen, good morning, hip hop. Yeah. I say yeah, that every every morning. Every morning. You know what I'm talking? I'm talking to everybody. On Twitter, uh, what is it on Twitter? Uh, Freddie Fox? Uh, at Bumpy Knuckles. At Bumpy Knuckles. Yeah, and then our Instagram is at Bumpy Knuckles 77. Yeah, every morning. Good yeah. morning, hip hop. One, yeah. one of my favorite uh, records that, that I, think it's, I think it's either your record or featuring you, but one of my favorite Bumpy Knuckles record was uh, Turn Out the Lights with Nas. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because it was spicy time, yeah. and that, during that time yeah, with the nah, J, yeah. that whole thing, I was like, "Oh shit!" Turn up the mic. It's called turn, turn up, up the mic. mic right? Yeah. I yeah. said, "Turn up, like turn up the yeah. mic." Yeah. Um, that was a moment, like when mm -hmm. everybody's like, "Okay, where's this going? Where's yeah. it going left?" Yeah. And Nas is gathering <laughs> the troops, and he got Bumpy. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And Bumpy was talking spicy. That's, act that's actually my record. <laughs> That's right, it's your record yeah, featuring Nas, right? And, right, and right. Nas came, Nas actually recorded that in my house. Really? Wow. Yeah, he recorded Where that was in, this in Long Island. In, in, I lived in Jersey. He oh, recorded Jersey? that okay. in my house. Yeah, he came to my house, man, and we did it right there on the spot. You know, spicy record, bro. Yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> thank you. And Nas is a beast, man. I, yeah, I sh I got some shows coming up. I think he's on them. Nice. It's amazing of how. First of all, it's amazing of how his his journey, his career, his voice. His his style mm -hmm. has trend, you know. He he's been. It's like he's on a cloud, just floating. Yeah, Nas yeah. is just a different. You know what's so beautiful about his life and his career is that Nas was a, Nas was a, a, like a, he was equivalent to somebody saying, "Yo, I'm a plant that rose in the concrete type of thing." He rose up out of a situation and he brought the people with him that were that really loved and supported him, and he been through his ups and downs. But he just kept fighting, yeah. kept writing. You know, there's a mean? power in never giving up. I mean, you yeah. think about it from his first album. You yeah. think about how many producers. Oh yeah. The 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 the, 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 the,
the height of producers mm-hmm. that joined Crazy. together. People knew that was a, a mm-hmm. special flower. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Uh, DJ Premier, yeah. uh, a large professor, mm-hmm. Q-Tip. Uh, Pete Rock. Pete Rock. Uh, who else? I mean, you keep on going. Right? L.E.S. Yeah. L.E.S. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you can't forget Bro, those guys. I think either, he man. started the whole super producer album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to look at that. You know, like, like, and then you look at other things. Like, you look at guys that, you know, when you talk about Large Professor and and all of these dudes that were that that whole bar, live at the barbecue joint. Yeah, yeah. Come on, classic man, man forever I mean, classic. Come on, man, Akinelli and all of that. You know? <laughs> come on, man. Yo, you know, I know, I know. This is kind of like a, a simple question, but uh, I feel like what to do like you, there's nothing simple. You know, <laughs> what what do you want people to remember you by, man? Real talk, man. Um, they're gonna remember me because when I what I'm gonna leave them is gonna shock the shit out of them. And I'm building that up now. So it's like my catalog, when my catalog is is finally unleashed to the world, I'll probably be long gone when it's done. But, man, they're going to hear some records. They're going to say, yo, why he didn't put this shit out when he was alive? Mm. Why he didn't drop this shit when he was alive? Mm. Who knew he had records with this many different guys? Albums. I mean, albums on top of albums, man. I don't know if there's a rapper living that got a bigger catalog than me. Mm. Mm. I'm tell and I'm willing to say that because I know what I've been doing all this time, but I don't care to release it into the stress of, you know, I walked into a record label. I'm not gonna call them out because I'm bigger than that at this point in my life. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the first thing they said to me was two things that turned me off about being in this meeting, and I got up and walked out. They said they didn't have a sound system to play the music on. It was the most shittiest sound system ever. And we're in a listening business and you got all this mm-hmm. money and you got a bullshit sound system to play my music on, to listen to in a, in, a, in a conference room. And one of the statements that was made that really made me feel like I was violating to even be sitting in the meeting was, well, you know, we're always going to make more money than the artists. Mm. And I was like, did this dumb bitch just say that mm. shit to me? And when she got up to go do it, I got up and I left. And I said, you know what? I don't ever want to put my catalog into this mayhem of fuckery ever again. If I do, I don't want. I want to be able to set it up yeah. so that I can leave it for the world, and I'm gone. I don't want to even deal with that shit. Yeah. I'm just gonna build it now, and then when that time comes for me to be out of here, they're gonna hear it and they're gonna say, "Yo, this dude, we got this albums on top of albums, songs, and and just I got." Beat albums, I got acapella albums, I got just everything I did, and it's all put together properly, you know. So I taught myself how to be able to do that, so that I can leave my legacy. Because if I leave it up to them to tell it, I'll just be some mad motherfucker who been pe- punching people in the mouth every time I felt like I didn't get my way or something mm. like that. And that's not what it is. So I have to take control of what the legacy is going to be. You're the Frank Sinatra, man. You uh, <laughs> you, you did it your way. I want to. I'd rather be the James Brown. Okay, James Brown. All right. <laughs> you be Frank Sinatra. Hey, hey, Frankie's not bad. Frankie's a good guy. Yeah, man. Frankie's he did a, a lot guy. of good things in his time. But I'd rather be James. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be James. Besides, besides making music, mm-hmm. uh, besides being a father, besides, and a husband, and a husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, um, like what? Mm. Many people don't know Bumpy. Yeah. Like yeah. what? What makes you happy, man? You know, like, like what do you do at, at your age now? Like, what no, do you? you I, know? I, I, I like peace, man. I just want to stay. I just like I like being out of the way, and I like I like being peaceful. I like to look at things. I like to see things. I'm a studier. I'm a look. I look at study the the idea of finding new ways to create stuff. You know, I'm trying to figure uh-huh. out how to 
build my own technical things, plugins and things that make it better to create sound. I love sound and sh- shaping sound and people, I mix people's records for them, man. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? I, I'm in the studio, you know, testing different equipment and building up, f- putting things together. I'm like a closet geek. You know what I mean? I'll be taking computers apart and shit. I'm DJing on on um, Beat Junkie Radio on on the Dash Radio mm-hmm. app. I'm doing that. I got to DJ my own show, Corrupt Mob Radio. I'm doing that. I'm focusing more on the creative side of things, and that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. There's other things that I like. You know, I work out. I still walk and train, and I got my dogs and all How that shit. How much you lifting? I don't lift weights no more. Okay. Just I just calisthenics? calisthenics hit the bag and shit uh, like that. Pull ups. Keep my hand. Nah, push ups and. Diamonds, shit like that, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. get the chest out. That kind of shit. I used to try to do that. I can't do fucking diamonds anymore, man. I need to get. I'm a skinny kid (laughs) out of shape, man. You know, that's the thing, man. Perception is a fucked up thing. Oh yeah. People see you like he's skinny, like you think like you know you uh you in shape? Nah, man. Yeah, yeah. About to do this 5K though. Yeah, yeah. I gotta start walking, man. You know, I gotta fuck with this flaxseed, this uh, this uh, almond milk and oat milk. uh, But internet, listen, bumpy, man. You know. uh it's special to see that you're still here. Yeah, I'm here. You know, you yeah. never gave up. No. You know, uh, uh, always been a pure heart, a real heart, yeah. you know, um, not a bitter heart. No. You know, and, 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 and still creating. Like I said, you know, there's a lot of things you've done uh, that I think the world and, and, and me, myself, are appreciative, you know, even with your support of the Combat Jack show. Yeah. Um, the people you brought on, the love you have for him. Uh, you know, uh, it's special, man. Even the little things you do, you know, when I lost my grandmother, uh, you know, it was a hard, you had sent me to, you know, just send your condolences, but then you sent me <clears throat> another text. Uh, you know, things like that mean something to people, you know, when, when, when they're going through things. And yeah. I think people don't see the other side of certain people. They think rah, 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 yeah. Yeah. but they don't know that, uh, you know. It's some uh, good dudes, man. Some good fellas. Yeah, you so. gotta earn that, though. You know, yeah. With me, you gotta earn it. I just, I look at things like this. You know, people can. That's why I say I don't care about people's perception. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a right to their <clears throat> perception, and people try to blame their perception on you. They'll say, "Well, you showed me that, so that's what I believe." You know, but people with half a brain don't know. They gotta be more to that person than that. I said that one time about hip hop. I'm like, they gotta be more to hip hop than redundancy and just everybody doing the same thing you know so i always i always want and in closing i want to say a big shout out to all the different elements of this game you know we know about the five elements but Mm -hmm. all of the other elements outside of the five elements that that were branches on those trees you know thank you for making the pastures full with variety you know and unfortunately the industry focuses on what makes it money, but that doesn't kill hip hop's ability to have diversity. I'm a big fan of that. And I want people to still be themselves, be who you are, make what you make and put that out there because now it's easy. I helped fight the war for, for the freedom that a lot of these guys are utilizing right now. They don't have to know that, you know what I mean? But you know, rap Turner, baby. Mm, mm. That's who it is. You know what I mean? It's, I did my I did my rap turn the black burner thing and then a lot of these guys figured out how to, you know, how to do that. You know, I love seeing Wendy Day on Instagram doing, Coalition. doing her thing, man. That's a beautiful thing for me to see that. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I love seeing uh 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 all these different people setting up their their platforms and, and learning how to 
market themselves and she's helping to teach that. Yeah, so yeah, don't yeah. turn your eye, don't turn a blind eye to these to the information that's out there and don't and, and pay close attention. You know what I mean? Because there's people out here who can give you the information that you need to do this the right way. And you'll be able to say one day, man, when I die, I'm going to have a surprise for all of y'all. You know what I mean? And that's going to be what I call my Daffy Duck moment. You ever remember Daffy Duck blew yeah, himself yeah, up on stage yeah, yeah. and said, I can only do it one time. Yeah, yeah, because he was know? dead. That, he and lost his beak and all that. Yeah, but he, but he, but but they clapped for him. Wendy Day, man. Yeah. I mean, look, it's good that, uh, you know, you keep, you keep shining the light on other people, man. Like yeah. I said, sometimes I think, like, one thing I'm glad about this episode is, is, is real. Uh, uh, you know, it's heartfelt. You know, some people I think you know when Wendy Day came out, they want to focus on other things she said and yeah. the bumpy that they yeah, think yeah, things. You know, yeah, yeah. that's why you get it straight from the horse's uh, yeah, mouth. The clickbait. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Internet. Listen, uh, stay connected. There's a lot of projects dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, things that's good with you is you know if you stay connected. The great thing about social media is if you when you stay connected to Bumpy on Twitter or Instagram or wherever he's, you know, doing his things on Dash Radio, right? You said... Yeah, uh, Dash Radio, yeah. Uh, shout um, out to DJ yeah, Ski. Uh, uh, yeah, shout out to DJ Ski. JP Junkie Radio, yeah. You know, wherever you stay connected, then, you know, it's great because it's like direct-to-consumer. Mm-hmm. So it's like artists, you know, yeah, like yeah. artists could be able to feed people, like, yeah. you know. Oh, you know what else I got that people don't know? That's, I, I'm doing an album with Maceo. Really? Day, oh, day. from uh, De La Soul. Oh, shout yeah. out to me. Yeah, shout I out got to a me. bunch of stuff going on, man. So, and I'm and I and I, and I don't know. They where... may need your help to get get uh, you know the fucking idea, that whole Tommy Boy shit, man. You it's... know what? I'll do anything for those guys, yeah. man, because those are my brothers, all of them. You know what I mean? Like, like I love when people call on me for something because that means that they believe you're built to help them get it done. Mm. There's a lot of people that don't get called on because people know, man. I ain't calling that motherfucker. What are you gonna do? Mm. You know, but I get called on a lot for things like, yo, bump, man, I need you on this. You know, I I, I, I got to make a call to DR period. He reached out to me about wow. something. I want to see what he's got going on. He wants, yo, bump, I need you. So I'm going to make my call to him. I got, I love this. I, being able to be there for the people. I, I feel like Fred Williamson, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, they need me. I show up, I do my, ju- I do my work and then I'm out. You know what I mean? And it is what it is after that, you know? Hey, listen, like I said, Freddie Fox, Bumpy Knuckles, uh, a father, an entrepreneur, an MC that is still very nasty, boom bap, in your face, slap the shit out of your type music, slap the shit out of your type lyrics. But more importantly, and I mean this, is is, is everything may not turned out, say, the way you want it at certain times, but there is a beauty in being able to do it your way yeah, and yeah. be able to, to, to move by the beat of your own drum. You know and that's something I've always admired, man. Guru said it best, man. Gangstar, one of the best yet. Mm, that's mm. my, I like that. You know mm. what I mean? Because, you know, when you say one of the best, yeah, mm. that, that's not, that's not, that's, that's a very, that's not an arrogant statement. That's a true statement because he knows there's a lot of yeah. people who will say their best, but he said one of the best yet. Mm. I'm part of that history. I'm part of that legacy. Paid in full posse. I'm part of that legacy. You know what I'm saying? BDP, Boogie Down Productions. Yeah, that's the Carol's one. Part of that legacy. Shout to the know? teacher. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. People can downplay. You know, people can people can downplay who you be, who you are, what you've been through, and how how you got there. But that's only in their minds because the the receipts are what they are. Mm, mm. You know, listen to the music, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a legacy of, 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 of people calling on me and I deliver. Mm. 
So they can't erase history. Can't erase it. Man, bump, man, I appreciate you. Man, I'm always Internet, here for you, my brother. Internet, stay, stay connected. Like I said, if you don't know, if you listen to this and, and, and you're this far and you don't know who Bumpy Knuckles is, Freddie Fox, not only go back and listen to the episode we did where you learn more about his coming up and his whole career, because this is the return episode, but more so, like I said, Danwell, check the music out. You know, check check his page out. Check everything out and stay connected. A really a really good fella in this thing called hip hop, but more so in this thing called life. Yeah, man. All right, bump. Peace. Peace. Love. Oh yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Bumpy Knuckles, that boy Freddie Fox. Like I told you, he's a gem dropper, he's a jewel dropper, but he's a very important piece of the puzzle of hip hop. Somebody who did things his way, Frank Sinatra. Never, ever changed, okay? You know, a lot of people just do what they do. They do anything for, you know. Nah. Cut from a quote that don't exist anymore, and that's Freddie Fox. Now, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe. We're available all over wherever you stream uh, podcasts. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, and more importantly, YouTube, okay? We just started over the, over the past year. We started uploading behind-the-scenes clips full video clips, search the Premium Pete Show, subscribe, rate, leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. You could do that on iTunes too, rate it five stars, leave a comment. If you, a lot of people say Premium Pete, man, I appreciate, what could I do, how could I support internet? Rate the show, leave a comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Now, if you mess with the show like that, I appreciate it, then do that, you know? And if you have, you know, listen, if you work with a brand, if you are a brand, have a brand, okay? Know anybody that wants to advertise on the Premium Pete Show, small business, big business, startup business, email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. You want to learn about podcasting? You want to, you, you know, if you're a brand and want to do branded podcasts, scripted podcasts, you want to advertise on other podcasts. I work with tons of networks, internets, okay? I always call myself the self proclaimed Renaissance man. You want to talk, you want to work on things, email me. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. The Premium Pete Show at gmail.com and we'll get to working. Make sure you subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. More importantly, never stop believing in you. Internet, I always tell you, if people tell you you can't do something, those are the same people when you do it are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you did it. Never stop believing in you. And if you have a day job and you want to move on, listen, the day job fuels the dream job, okay? But work hard. Add value and peace and blessings. Internets, I'll see you next episode. Cheers.